Blog Talk Radio. Hi, and welcome to The Art of Film Funding. I'm your co-host, Claire Papan, along with Carol Dean, author of the best-selling book, The Art of Film Funding. Carol is also the founder and president of From the Heart Productions and the host of this show. Our guest, Corky Kessler Esquire, is a leading film attorney who works for Deutsch, Levy, and Engel. He discusses legal issues, marketing and distribution for filmmakers, and has extensive experience in the entertainment industry on a worldwide basis. Corky regularly speaks on the business and legal aspects of feature film development, including tax incentives. And Carol, I understand Corky is a generous donor to your Roy Dean Film Grant, right? Yes, Claire. He truly supports independent filmmakers. And thank you, Corky, for joining us. Uh, Carol and uh, Paige, I want everyone to understand how great of friends the two of you are and how, Carol, you and your foundation is there to help people in the independent film business and has been for years. And your generosity is unparalleled, so I thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. We'd love to have you on the show. You're so full of information. And right now, everyone is thrilled that Section 181 of the American Jobs Act was extended. But we need you to tell all the filmmakers what this means. Okay, thank you. Yeah, um, what uh, Congress did... Um, and it it tends to have happened um, the last few times, is wait till the end of December, or sometime in December, to consider extending various acts, and it's called the Extender Act. And the extensions of 181 are part of that Extender Act, which also has quite a few other acts that are going to sunset. And what happened at the end of this year, tag along to a a tax bill, was the extension of 181 as part of the Extender Act. And so what it did is it goes back and covers all of the films and television projects that were started or finished in 2015, so there's no gap because it ended at the end of 2014. And then it goes forward and covers all films and television projects that have begun or finished in 2016. Okay, so what the difference is in this year for the first time in the history of 181, it includes theater projects, which oh. never did before. So if you're putting on a play and you have maybe a half a million dollar budget and you're raising uh, money, you could use this? Uh, Yes, there are certain rules that are going to come out about theater, but but yes. Wonderful. Okay, and and so for the first time in the history since 2004, uh, this has included theater. So now uh, you've got until the end of 2016 to begin and get your projects grandfathered because at some point in time there's not going to be an extension. 
and uh, only those films that have been done or grandfathered by the end of 2016 will be uh, 181. And I hope everyone on the phone knows about the incentives under 181. It is probably um, the only business of film and television whereby you can effectively wipe out or substantially wipe out your tax-paying investors' of federal taxes uh, by by investing in your film project. So let's uh, do an example. Let's say you have a $3 million project and uh, someone puts in a half a million dollars. You you say you can immediately get a, the top t- uh, tax write-off or it's 35% that man or woman could get? Uh, well, well, okay. Um, so that gets into, first of all, spending that triggers it. Not investing. Uh-huh. So, so, so let's say in your example, the five hundred thousand was spent in two thousand sixteen, and you have to find out if that taxpayer is active or has been made active in the production or not. If that investor was active or made active in the production, they can write it off as a expense against your t- their taxable income for 2016, which if they're in a 35% bracket, uh, they're going to save um, $150,000 in actual taxes. Um, if they're not active in the production and if they're not made active in the production, then their loss is a passive loss, and the passive loss can be written off against passive gain are carried forward 22 years or back uh, two years. So there are various ways, but it doesn't affect the fact that you create a 100% loss in the year or years that that the money is spent. And it's just a question of how to characterize that loss. All right. So then this means that it's very important that you work with a tax person who understands our and is familiar with all this. Yeah, okay. So that that is something that that uh your tax advisors or your attorney can talk about uh when the time comes. But 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 Carol, I know we've talked about that. Now that 181 is back and very active and I'm going to speak about it three times during Sundance. Three different times I've been asked to speak about it uh, during Sundance. And um, uh, what it really does is allows you, when you decide what state you're going to be spending money in, to package 181 with state incentives, whereby depending what state you can guarantee a recovery of the investor's money uh, up to 75 cents on every dollar, regardless of any distribution or sale. And there's no other business that you can have that does that. Oh, that's a brilliant thing. So uh, name some of the states that have some of the highest uh, rebates right now. Yeah, you've got Louisiana. You've got Georgia. 
You've got the state of Illinois, although it's it's now been suspended because there's no budget, but we have a 30% incentive. Uh, so you really shouldn't be filming to protect your investors' money. You shouldn't be filming in any state that doesn't have at least a 25% incentive. Um, uh, because if you do that, you're really not protecting the investors' dollars. Um, however, an exception to that is if you're going to do a movie in California that effectively has no working incentive, it has one, but it really doesn't work, um, sometimes you have to stay in California because your talent won't travel. Right. Your, your talent lives there and and really won't travel. Unfortunately, that affects the bottom line to the investor, but that's one of those things. Right. Uh, exactly. So if if you can take your film out of state, then uh, you should uh, check with your attorney on state incentives and find one. Because if you do what you just said, which is a 25% incentive, you have the 35%, then you can go to your potential investors and say you're 60% covered. Yeah, but the highest now tax rate is 40. So let's say that you've got 40% people. Then, uh, then it's 65. And then if you go to Georgia and get 35%, it's 75. You go to Louisiana, it's 75, because I represent a studio there. That is incredible, and I hear Louisiana has a really good cruise now that you oh, yeah. don't need to bring anybody with you. They're there. Yeah, uh, but Louisiana is one of the few states that even if you bring people into Louisiana from out of state or out of the country, they still get a 30% incentive. Oh, really? That's good to know. Yeah. So they're in it for good. They have really built uh, that uh, a lot of of uh, benefits around the uh, filming in Louisiana, right? Uh, f- uh, fabulous. But what all these filmmakers do need to understand, and I've been questioned about this, and what they don't understand, although 181 from a practical standpoint is fairly simple. There are a lot of naysayers out there that says it doesn't work, it, it's too complicated, it's, it, it, it just it is something that really doesn't work. Well, I've done this uh, 74 times, and it's worked 74 times. The problem is, from an accounting standpoint, if your accountant is not well-versed in 181, you could lose 181 effect. If the accountant capitalizes the production expenses, which they typically do, then you cannot use 181. It's telling them not to capitalize it. If the accountant does not file an election, an actual election to be ruled under 181 at the first filing of a tax return for the project, then you lose your ability to take advantage of 181. So unfortunately, when all these pundits say it really doesn't work, when I get down to the actual situations, I find out that they screwed up in some place. Oh, that's really important to know. First of all, 74 times you've used this. That's that's probably a track record. I doubt if many other attorneys have know that much about 181, have used it that many times. 
Yeah, I, I won't tell you the filmmaker that contacted me the the other day, and I represent him. A great actor, a great director. Uh, I, I can name him. His name is Bill Duke. And Bill Duke says to me, when I told him about the extension, there's people in the DGA and there's people all over there saying, this is just smoke and in mirrors. This doesn't work. I said, Bill, they can say that forever and ever and be be naysayers, but until I know why they say that, it doesn't make sense to me. I've been active in this since October of 2004, and and I said, Bill, I, I, I'm ashamed at people who are saying these things that you're telling me they say. So I'd like to talk to every one of them because it's it it's just not true. Well, you should know. You've got the experience. But the, what you just said is also really important. That is that if you your accountant does not file an election to use the 181, for example, anyone filing their taxes for 2015 right now should file that election now. Is that correct? Yeah, but they have to. Yeah, but they have to go to an accountant that knows 181. So I deal and work with one of the foremost people who's an accountant in 181. His name is Todd Hein, H-E-I-N. He's with a a very large accounting firm called Crow Horvath, H-O-R-V-A-T-H. He's in California, and he's my go-to guy to refer people to all the time. He knows 181 inside and outside. But you go to accountants who don't know it, think they know it, and screw up in the election, don't file it uh, properly, do this, do that, you're running a big risk. Oh, that's wonderful to know. Okay, so Todd Hine is definitely up to speed on this, so that's a good referral. Uh, Right, right. So if people contact me or or you, Carol, I'll send you his phone number. Okay, well, let's start with the, how can people find you, Corky? Uh, they can find me by email, and you've got that, Carol. It's Kessler, K-E-S-S-L-E-R, at D as in David, L as in Larry, E as in Egg, C as in Charlie, dot com. They can call me. My direct line is 312-853-8448, and uh, my cell is 312 312- Nine two five two one one zero. I can be contacted any of those ways, or if you contact Carol, I'm sure she can f- furnish you with the same uh, info. Um, but they have to understand that you both bring them uh, cutting news. This has just gone into effect five days ago. Wow. That is incredible. I realized we were on top of it, but that is excellent. I'm so glad that we're one of the first to bring this to filmmakers. I love it. Uh, you're you. the first one that I have spoken to, the first group that I've spoken to. Fantastic. All right. Well, now let uh, me ask you some frequently uh, asked questions that I've found 
because I deal with so many filmmakers, and so I've taken a whole list of questions for you. Is that okay? No, that's fine. Okay. So uh, when do productions need to commence to qualify for the incentive? Uh, by the uh, by, the end of the day, December thirty first, two thousand sixteen. Okay. And but they can, have to ha- they have to have a lawyer involved about a week before to get the, the paperwork done that that, that the lawyer has to, um, and they have to shoot one day of photography with some dialogue that's in the screenplay that they have, uh, and they have to have a budget and a screenplay. But all that has to be done um, by the end of the day, December thirty first. Okay, got that then. Uh, then can the immediate write-offs be taken in one in more than one year? Oh yes, it, it, it's when you spend the money. So let's say you spend part in 2016. Let's say you say spend part in 2017. Let's say you're grandfathered and you don't start in 2018. Uh, it's whenever you spend. It's the tax years that you spend. Okay, that's when you can take the uh, use the incentive. Right. Okay, so when, where, and how does the election to immediately deduct the qualifying expenditures apply? Uh, On the tax return of the investors for the the following year. So, for example, if the spending is in 2016, then on 2016's tax return, uh, which will be filed by April of 2017, two things have to happen. The election should have already happened before that, or will happen, and the investor needs to get a letter from the production company on the production's company stationery saying, you've invested X, we've spent Y, and 100% of what we spent is a loss to you. How to characterize the loss, though, check with your own tax advisors or accountants or attorneys. Wow, that is simple. You, it, It's not as complicated as it seems. It is a pretty simple, straightforward thing. It's letting uh, the government, it's you, you and the government have to be communicating about this. Yeah, yeah I mean, look. The, the the government, the IRS. Um, I, I I was an advisor to the rules with the IRS for for 181. And Bernard Harvey at the IRS contacted me, and we've had many many discussions. Uh, he's with the IRS, and we we affectionately call him Buster Harvey. And and. Bernard Harvey is a huge, huge fan of films. So he and I worked on a few things. He's a great guy. Um, And people have to fully understand that the IRS is not there to challenge. It's there to make sure that you've done everything that you have to do. Certainly. Um, you need to be in communication and filing all the forms so that they know that you're part of the 181. Uh, uh-huh. that's, that's very simple. So um, now let me ask you, does this 181 apply to all productions, big productions and small? Or Yes, it's documentaries, 
it's shorts. There's no there's no minimum spend. You could spend a dollar and you still qualify. There's an upper limit of what you can write off of fifteen or twenty million dollars per picture or fifteen or twenty million per episode for television. But there there's no floor. So a short, a documentary, um a television program that's shown online that qualifies. Um a a YouTube short could qualify. Um, so various things qualify. Wow. I didn't know it was that broad. I just was watching Fargo, um, you know, up in Minnesota and uh, and North Dakota, and I bet you, this is the Coen brothers wrote that, I bet you that they got tax incentives in no. 181. No, no, no. There is no television project that, Variety or Hollywood Reporter knows about that has taken advantage of 181, and they could have taken advantage on every single episode. Of course, they could have. Wow, amazing! Because and, this and, would and, have really been beneficial for them. And there's no report of a single one that has taken advantage of it. Incredible. Usually, Hollywood is right on top of anything like this. Well. What do you think is the significant uh, tax uh, benefit here, the real benefit of this incentive? Well, it it, it really is a jobs bill. The average movie employs 300 people and positively affects over 15 businesses in the location or locations that they film in. So it's really a jobs, and 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 the federal government has, has decided that this is a good way to stem our, our runaway production. But I'll tell you a quick story that leads on how generous our government is. Two years ago, I'm at the Cannes Film Festival, and every morning uh, there's a producer's breakfast, and there are huge tent, maybe 30 tables in this huge tent. And every table has a separate topic that the chairman of the table is going to have the discussions on. And so you sign up for the table that you want to sit at for breakfast that morning. So the one morning that I go, the only table that had a space left was global financing. So I signed up. I'm sitting at the table. There's uh, There are representatives from Guam, Northern Ireland, England, Italy, Panama, and goes on two more, foreign, and then there's me. So I'm listening to everyone talk about their incentives and how they can do co ventures and co-incentives with all these countries and England can do share their incentives with Spain with with Italy with Guam with Northern Ireland and all this talk and then it gets to me I'm the last person <laughs> and right. and I said shame on all of you and they said shame on us why I said because the United States incentive 
we allow 25% of the service wages to be paid outside of the United States and still qualify. We can pay 25% of our film in any one of your countries. And so we've been sensitive to knowing that we want our filmmakers to take advantage of and work in other places and give them a 25% cushion. And you don't have the decency to even consider doing that with us. And then I get up and I leave. Oh, <laughs> I must have been in shock. <laughs> but how right you are. Uh, yeah, and the only one who contacted me was a guy from Northern Ireland who set up a meeting, and we've been doing business together. Um, but uh, So what they said to to me and what they seemed to say to me, we did our incentives to... Um, to counter Hollywood, the, the studios. And I said, yeah, but there are no studios that are make movies are really now. The studio structure from funding is an infrastructure that is broken and is not going to be replaced. And the the films for the predominant amount belong to the independent filmmakers, and the studios are distributing them. So there's a bunch of independent filmmakers. And we'd love to uh, help you. Uh, And uh, so they said, probably so, but there's no association that we can talk to, meaning that that all you independent filmmakers should get together and form one national association, and then we have someone to talk to. And I said, well, that's for someone else to do, because I'm not going to do it. But but think about it. It should be just a, gen, a general application, but they're not going to do that. No, it's probably not. Well, um Global financing. Well, what are you? While we're talking about that and being uh, in these places, you're going to be. I just want your dates that you're going to be in Sundance. And uh, 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 all right, so I'm in Sundance, January twenty third to the twenty eighth. I'm speaking three times uh, during Sundance, uh, and we do our, our panel carol and our pitch session during Sundance, which you've been at a couple times. Uh, we do that on Monday. Uh, it's going to be Monday the 25th. And then on Tuesday, I, I moderate a panel uh, for women in film, with seven wonderful uh, women in various areas of the film industry, and I'm the moderator. And Sunday of Sundance, I'm uh, I speak at the Black House, which is where African American filmmakers go. It's called the Black House, and I speak to them on Sunday. Oh, that sounds like you have a wonderful time, Karki. Well done. <laughs> Now, and I know you're going to Cannes this year, so can you give us that schedule? Uh, yeah, I'm there. It starts May 11th, uh, a couple of days before I go out to Monte Carlo and speak at their film festival. And then I'm at Cannes May 11th when it opens to about the 15th or the 16th. And during Cannes, on a yacht, 
I moderate six or seven panels of various uh, subject matters that are streamed live all over the world. From a yacht. How exciting is that? So uh, uh, are we opening up the mics if there are any questions? No, I had them send me the questions. So um, so the next question is, is this incentive transferable? Uh, I don't know what that means. Is it transferable? Um, uh, 20 million uh, or 1 million. Does it uh, uh, require... Uh, uh, no, the incentive belongs to the investors solely. The investor can't cannot transfer, but a production that's a 181 production can sell the copyright to somebody else, and the film and the person who buys it for what they paid can get new 181. Cash, can you explain that one? Yeah. Okay. So let's say I have a movie that has been qualified for 181. Right. Okay, so it's a 181 project, period. There's no end date. So let's say the budget was $5 million. But it can't be sold, people can't get it shown, and maybe it needs some finishing funds of a few hundred thousand that they just don't have, or it just cannot be sold. So I come along and say, I like your project. I'll give you $3 million, and the person takes it. It's better to get three than zero. Then that person has to pay tax because it's 181. Uh, Their investors on the $3 million because it's a recoupment. But I, as the buyer, get 181 for $3 million plus any finishing funds that I put in. Oh, you get the 181. Yeah. Wow. So when 181 is gone, there's going to be somebody that sets up a fund to buy good 181 projects and realize they'll get new 181 and whatever they do to finish it. So let's say the person does one day of photography that's all they do by the end of 2016. They've done not much. Well, there's a copyright to that one day, and there's a copyright to the screenplay. And if I, in 2020, buy that, I get 181 for everything that I'm going to spend on that on that movie. That's incredible. Well, Corky, you... Um, I want to go back to ask you about the event that you're having at Sundance where you have your panel and you give away your award. So can you ex- explain that to all of us? Yeah, okay. So um, we do a panel in the morning, and this year it's going to be at 255 Main Street, right on the main drag, 255 Main Street. I think it's room C, as in Charlie. And we're going to have a panel of great experts from 9.30 to noon. That's Monday, the 25th. And then we break for lunch, and then we come back at 1, and we've got great industry judges. Not me. I'm not a judge. And people can pitch for $75 each. They can sign up to pitch. 
and the winner of the per- pitch gets a thousand dollars and over uh, two hundred thousand of free service in their film. Yeah. And and we've done this six times, and the and the winners each of the six times have been my clients. So I pat myself on the back for picking good projects, but I tell them, you cannot tell the judges that I'm your lawyer. You cannot mention my name at all during during your pitch. Right. And so we are very generous in giving back to wonderful pitches. Well, this is a lot of generosity. 200,000 is a major event in our world today. So what, that would include what? Uh, uh, lawyer's fees, uh, I guess. Uh, 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 all of the people on the panel and people that are not necessarily judges, but all the people uh, donate and reduce their their fee by half. Wonderful. So that would be a you give lawyers fees, and then you have that lady who is a brilliant crew. Uh, she is a casting agent, right? Uh, right, 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 right. Ronnie Eskel. Um, and and so it's casting, it's funding, it's distribution, it's a, a, accounting, it's marketing, it, it is produ- producer fees, it's cast. I mean, it's everything. It's lawyer. Wow, this is wonderful! What a it's great music! Thing. It's music. It, it, this year is new, so we've got everything going. That's incredible. So, all right. So that's at uh, two fifty-five Main Street, Room C, at uh, Sundance, and then you'll have that same panel again in November at the American Film Market, right? Uh, uh, right. But some of the panel members. Could change, but but what what uh, people should understand is there's going to be an Eventbrite uh, a notice to sign up. Carol, uh-huh. as soon as I get the Eventbrite for our event, yes, I'm I'm going to send it to you and everyone uh, that has con- contacts you. Please forward it and put it on your site because uh, that's how they sign up. And if people contact me separately that hear this or, or want to know more about it, I'll get their email and I'll send the Eventbrite uh, notice to them. I think it's going to be $25 for the panel, which is the same price as a movie ticket, and then 75 bucks or some discount to do both. Uh, for the pitch and the panel. Great. That's wonderful. So tell us again how people can reach you. They can reach me by email, which is Kessler, K-E-S-S-L-E-R, at D, like David, L, as Larry, E, as Egg, C, as in Charlie, D-L-E-C, dot com. Direct line at work is 312 Eight five three eight four four eight, and cell is three one two nine two five two one one zero. Okay, and in closing, you think you mentioned before this is a great Christmas present to all, or holiday present to all of our filmmakers, right? Uh, it's probably the best present that can be given 
to independent filmmakers. And if they don't take advantage of this, uh, shame on them. <laughs> right on. The 181 is back for two years, retroactive for 2015, and moving forward, all of 2016 is guaranteed. That is brilliant. Right. Plus now theater. Theater is involved. That's right. We're going to have to promote that to all the people we love who are still fighting uh, so many problems in little theater or higher rents and it's it's been difficult on theater owners, so they will be thrilled with this. Yeah, I think uh, when you read the rules, there could be certain minimum spends, but, uh, but 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 it does apply to theater. Okay, and all of our documentary filmmakers need to know about this as well as uh, when they're making shorts. They're all. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, look, they can sit back and do nothing. That's fine. They can think to create the documents that need to create by a lawyer and do the one day and everything could cost us fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. But at the end of the day, they'll have a project that they can sit on and uh, nurture, and it's one eighty one with no ending date. It will always be a one eighty one movie. Oh, this is marvelous. Marvelous. And you really know this so well, because I think I met you back in 2003 or four when we were both uh, teaching in Florida. And, and it had really just been, this was the first thing that when it came out, you were the first one to really talk about this. Well, I, I, here's what happened. It, it came out in October 24th, I believe, of 2004. And I waited and waited for Variety or Hollywood Reporter to do a huge story. So two days later, in Variety, there's a little little article about 181 and said there was a floor of $1 million and up to $15 million. Well, they got it wrong. There was never a floor. There, There is no floor. And since nobody else heralded it by default, I sent out a blast email to thousands of people to correct the impression of what was going on. And by default, I thereby became the expert in 181. <laughs> Thank goodness, because you are so caring and supportive of independent filmmakers. You were the right one to champion this. And so, you have... I bet you have more films than any other attorney, so at least people know they're in good hands when they work with you. Uh, well, thank you, and I wish all your filmmakers and uh, both of you a very wonderful, happy, and healthy 2016. Thank you, Corky, and may that bring you many blessings in 2016, and you too, Claire. Thank okay, you. Claire, thank, you, thank you very much. Okay, thank you, Corky. All right, uh, all right take care. Okay, bye. 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 Well, and Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Now, in its second edition, Carol Dean's popular book, The Art of Film Funding, has 12 new chapters to cover all areas of film financing and how to avoid expensive pitfalls. 
Learn how to start with an idea and end with a trailer. How to make an ask for money. Create your story structure and your trailer. Legal advice, fair use, successful crowdfunding, how to ask for music rights, and what insurance you can't shoot without. Available on Amazon under Carol Dean and at FromTheHeartProductions.com. And welcome to The Art of Film Funding. I'm your co-host, Claire Papan, along with Carol Dean, author of the best-selling book, The Art of Film Funding. Carol is also the founder and president of From the Heart Productions and the host of this show. I want to remind our listeners that David Raiklin is a brilliant and talented award-winning musician who scores films and can compose music for a trio or for a full orchestra. David is a very good friend to the independent filmmaker and comes highly recommended by From the Heart Productions. If you need music to help tell your story, please contact him at davidraiklin.com. That's David, R-A-I-K-L-E-N dot com. And Carol and I want to thank you for tuning in to The Art of Film Funding. Please visit our website at fromtheheartproductions.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Good luck with your films, everyone. <laughs> 